Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's the second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. wondering who why is all the bunting out on the street but why do those jets keep flying over in formation why does this brass band keep marching up and down and hang on is that jennifer lopez on lead vocals yes and who's throwing in a guest verse it's pitbull correct it's the 100th ever isolating podcast slash insulating tripod it may not be i think i've miscounted them but nonetheless just just let me have a <laughs> it's it's around the hundred and so thank you thank you this is about you i've laid on these great extravaganzas to say thank you and to cast our minds back to the humble beginnings of isolating from even before it was a podcast when going back originally, it was just a series of folk tales that storytellers would take into the regions. They would gather local people around in forests and just try and explain about Googles and the Jigsonry. And then as time went on, we have embraced technology. Of course, originally it wasn't a podcast. It was just on Vine. No, it was on those wax drums that just go but you could only fit two minutes on them so I had to talk really fast and then as technology changed just how we adapted to it that we went to tape and then uh, CD-ROMs <laughs> do you remember a CD-ROM you'd have to listen to a section you'd sort of hover the the cursor over it and um, a um, what do you call it? A um, uh, I'm actually doing, I'm actually doing a mime. I was trying to think of what do you call a bent piece of metal <laughs> that holds bits of paper, a paperclip. 
Ugh. That, I, I did it there! I was doing a sort of oval-shaped... Yeah. And the joke I was going to make was that I was a... Like the Microsoft paper... The joke doesn't matter. The fact is, the podcast has now seeped into my bones. And, <laughs> and I'm doing the things that I talk about on it. So, welcome. Hello, isolators. Hello, insulators. And welcome to our hundredth ever show. Insulators! From me here, the technology has really evolved in recent years to the point where I'm not even real. I'm now just a computer simulation. I'm an algorithm that just says stuff that I should say. Isolators! You know what I mean? Just says stuff like that. And I am broadcasting from here from my secure bunker in New Zealand. <laughs> I'm not. Guys, I'm not. That was... Don't, st- don't start that as a conspiracy theory. Bloody the new anti-vax. <laughs> when this podcast started, anti-vax was someone who was against hoovering. Yeah? I'm in Dublin. Looks out window. It is a beautiful, very, very cold, crisp day. There is frost... It's very appropriate for 2022 new me slash you. And I, yeah, no, I've been making wholesale changes to my life since I spoke to you last. Have a clean shaven. It's not, I think this might be the first ever podcast I've done while looking like the 15 year old me, while looking like my 15 year old little brother. What's a 15 year old called these days? Jaden. I guess. Yeah, that's right. My parents <laughs> had a 30-year gap between me and Jaden. And that is... That's what I look like. Oh, I love memes. <laughs> I love memes. Fortnite and informative TikTok videos where the person just points to different parts of the screen and information comes up. Are Gen Z 15-year-olds interested in TikTok? I'm not sure. Maybe that's... A millennial? No, it's not. I th- yeah. Oh, you, you millennials and uh, Gen X talking about coffee all the time. Oh, not like me. I'm just too busy being out and interested in environmental issues. That's what Jade says. I, yeah, no, I shaved last night because I did two cycles over the weekend. I'm trying to build. I've built a. I've, I've built a failure bike. It's okay. It's not quite where I want it to be uh, for bike nerds. It's a Colnago Technos that I've put old C record and record parts on. Nerd alert. Yeah, I want to put 28 mil tires on it, but they won't fit. So to make them fit, I've sort of wadged old washers in. It's, yeah, I, I don't think it's dangerous. It's just not optimum. Anyway, from the cycles, my face went dry and crispy, which tends to happen at this time of year. So for a full, gloopy Naomi Campbell moisturize, I um, shaved uh, off my beard last night. Yeah, they weren't huge cycles. I intended yesterday to cycle to where I used to cycle when I was a kid, which is the town of Enniskerry. So you go out of Dublin through Dundrum. Unfortunately, in the 20-something years since I last cycled that they've built a motorway. <laughs> yeah, it was very 
cats in the cradle that's the wrong word but you know what i mean there was a flipping motorway there and i couldn't get to where i was trying to go so instead i just did a kind of a a, a dull lap around the city i um in other life improvements no i didn't order a black coffee i'm still not at that point where I'll be like, just a black coffee, just an espresso, just, can you make it with sparkling water? Because I am very healthy. I did, however, order an oat flat white. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was that bad. No, it was delicious. I added sugar to it, obviously, to compensate for what I was worried might be the loss of flavor from the milk. I learned I did a healthy shop. So that is something else. And while at the shop, I did the one life hack that actually works. You know those videos of life hacks? And they, if you actually do them, they don't really... Like, don't use a paintbrush. Use a sock on the wall. And then you try it. And it's like, this doesn't actually work. The one that does is if you use... This possibly only works in Ireland and the broader uh, Eurozone where you can use the wrong side of a house key and shove it in the coin part of the trolley. That actually work. What's another, are there any other life hacks that actually work? That's a good question. Uh, let me know. DOD at secondcaptains.com. And as this is the 100th episode, brackets may not be, I've been really enjoying this book, which is uh, by Tim Key who's an amazing poet and comedian. And he wrote a book during the lockdowns that's called He Used Thought as a Wife, an anthology of poems and conversations from inside. And I will now read a very short one of his poems. I love the ball, but here's a beaut. This is called Kistern's Plans. Kistern got a potter's wheel delivered. He bowed deeply to the courier and started the thorny issue of lugging it up the old stairs. He now had a loom, a baby grand piano, a pizza oven, a chin-up bar, a dark room, watercolours, a beehive, ice hockey shoes, a Spanish teacher, a treehouse kit, and this 120 kilogram potter's wheel. He jammed it between the piano and his beer-making drum. Now, at least, he had some options. He fired up homes under the hammer and began to consider them. So that is from He Used Thought as a Wife. I cannot recommend it highly enough. If the windows are steaming, the podcast is gleaming. Okay, the big news of the last few days concerns David O'Doherty. Not this David O'Doherty, but David underscore O'Doherty33 at Instagram. A fake me. David's fake manager update. Monster, monster. So last week, a fake my manager came up on Instagram and direct message to few people i couldn't really figure out what the point of it was uh, but then on about thursday fake me a new fake me it's happened once or twice before you report it but it takes a few days for them to take it down and tasman may the amazing tasman may said it to me and we decided it might be funny to try and engage with uh the the fake i mean who's the real david o'doherty and uh, so he 
his initial offering was hi thanks for being a fan three exclamation marks i just want to appreciate you in particular for being a fan and you should keep supporting while i bring more entertainment to your way love heart so that's a classic david O'Hardy intro and so Tasman May responds, OMG, OMG, I can't believe you messaged me with eyes looking to the side. I am such a big fan. <laughs> now, so uh, David underscore O'Doherty 33 has set up a fake David O'Doherty uh, account. It's just got three pictures on it because it's Instagram. It's the bio is Irish comedian, fans only, love heart. Pictures are me drinking a one liter can of Faxi. <laughs> A poodle. And then a table of uh, vegetables. It's almost like he's heard about 2022 new you slash me. So he responds to Tasman May. How are you doing today? Don't be surprised I'm talking to you. I'm not God. I'm a human being just like every other humans out there. (laughs) This is the line. I came down to this level because some of my fans said I'm too proud of myself. I had to create this account to make sure I talk to all my fans to make them happy of me. (laughs) That's all I want. That's why I do this podcast. I just want my fans to make them happy of me. I mean, Tasman May again. This is like... Magnus Carlson god level shit that she's doing to string along David underscore O'Doherty 33 I never thought you were too proud Tasman May says I knew you'd be perfect she also uses the three exclamations that uh, I slash he loves to use I'm really good I was wondering if you were going to message me again he 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 how are you and now David O'Doherty responds this must be where the grift starts to kick in so he, he doesn't want the chat. Like, obviously, he he wants something bad. He either wants uh, money or uh, pictures of you that he will then try to blackmail you with. So uh, he responds, This is my personal account being handled and controlled by me alone. And I'd like to point out that handle is spelt H-A-N-D-E-L, like handle the composer. <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah um and i don't have access to my verified page because it's being managed and controlled by my media management all the time whoa that is (laughs) it's first david and already you just do anyway uh, I just decided to reach out. To, I just decided to reach out to my fans randomly just to appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. And then a smiley with shades. You happen to be the first. I'm actually meeting here online. I think you're special. Oh, Jasmine May, I'm so sorry for this. I would have loved to continue this wonderful conversation with you, but I have a lot of busy schedule and appointments. It's true. That's just what being a David and Hardy is like. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> I'm going to send you my WhatsApp number. I assume you have the app. Just text me to, and introduce yourself. The number, if anyone's wondering, is plus one eight four five six two two zero six two zero, which is uh, we looked it up. That's a New York number. Um, and Tasman May, very it's a nice piece of Gen Z here from Tasman May, because uh, she's she's she doesn't use a phone. <laughs> She wants to keep it on the ground. Oh, that's so annoying of your management and angry 
a smiley with sort of bull type smoke coming out of the nose. I'm afraid I only use Insta to message friends. I'm so sorry. I'd love to keep chatting to you on here, though. I hope you're having a great day. It's okay. Thanks so much for your love and support towards my carrier. (laughs) I'm excited. And then she says, I will always support you. That is, it's, uh, he then responds. So he obviously thinks I can keep this going a little bit more. When have you been a fan of mine? (laughs) I suppose he means how long? But when you say, when have you been a fan of mine? It does imply that he wants a full list of all of the times that you've been a fan. As she says, a few years, and then a smiley with sort of love hearts protruding from the top and bottom of it. Uh, Thanks so much for your love and support towards my carrier. I'm excited. I'm really getting interested in you, my lady. (laughs) My lady! What is this Pride and Prejudice stuff? I would love to know more about you. And, I mean, there's a point where you just have to draw a line under it. And at that point, we have reported... (laughs) I think lots of people have reported David underscore Odardi33. But you just see what a, how rom- firstly, how romantic I am, how how beautiful. There really seemed to be a chemistry between Tasman May and David Odardi. And who's who knows, maybe in the future, those two will meet up and end up living together in a house like the Golden Girls. <laughs> I'm not God. When have you been a fan of mine? (laughs) You should keep supporting while I bring more entertainment to your way. Send me an email. (laughs) That was a slightly too pleading a voice. Dod at secondcaptains.com. And yeah, so I'm podcasting three times a week at the moment. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The Monday one, this one, is free for you cheapskates and everyone else. And then sign up to Second Captain's World Service for a fiver a month. It's not that much. People always say it's uh, the price of a pint. And that's not true because pints generally in Dublin are now more expensive than that. But just pick any. It's the price of three uh, bars of chocolate. That does seem quite expensive. A lottery ticket. It's the price of quite an expensive lottery ticket once a month. (laughs) Sign up. It's not just sport. Yeah, there is a lot of sport, but there's a lot of other stuff if you listen particularly into their um, extensive uh, back catalogue. I endorse it. I know I am doing a podcast on the platform. I also still in endorse it. So the it's time for the slot that has taken the Isolating Podcast by storm in season three, and that is... Postcards from Places, Brackets Exotic. Postcards from Places, Brackets Exotic. Dear Nephew Gobo, I can't tell you how lonely it is for a fraggle in the outside world. On a bad, bad, bad. Much love, your Uncle Cobble. So the original idea of this slot was people say they're from a place around the world, wherever they happen to be. They mightn't be from there, they might just be there, and they give us one incredible uh, fact about it. I want that to continue, but today I want to deal with the beef that has developed 
out of postcards from places brackets exotic that is the beef a beef for the ages between Roxwang and Aiden. They both happen to be in Denver. The segment is called Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. So it started last week. Uh, they both chipped in facts, uh, their first facts about Denver. And Aiden's fact was about how there's a sort of magical snow in Denver, a, a champagne powder, which sounds like drugs. And uh, Rox Wang's first, the, such is the dryness of the snow, you can just sweep it off your drive, you can almost blow it off your drive. And then I was amazed by that. And then Rox Wang's first fact was that there's a giant statue of a horse with a big dong outside Denver Airport and its sculptor was effectively killed while sculpting it. And the reaction to this segment has been huge. Ruth Barstow writes, Hiya! Throwing my Denver hat into the ring because I live here and was appalled by Aiden's bogus fact about snowballs. Ugh, that is not true, the knots in capitals, in the slightest. I've made plenty of snowballs and snowmen since moving here in 2005, and while it's true that sometimes the snow can be less than ideal for forming snowballs and pelting at friends and family, it is not always the case, which, based on his reply, made it out that our snow is just dry flour and that you can simply sweep it from your driveway. I have beautifully toned arms from shoveling heavy, wet and deep, sounds very risque, snow. Aiden's nugget is not a nugget, but utter bullshit. Oh, but Rox Wang, her nugget was spot on. She's legit winning this Denver Nuggets thing. Okay, so that is the level of emotion that this has brought up in the isolators. Aiden's straight back in for his fact number two. You be the judge. Which of these is a better fact? Aiden writes, on the occasion of your 100th episode, thank you, Aiden, I bring you greetings from the aptly named Centennial State. Colorado, where Denver is, was made a state in 1876, 100 years after the Declaration of Independence. That's not even my fact. You can have that one for free. Rocks Wang. Oh, these two straight up do not like each other. Uh, so there I was, attempting to engage in an amicable exchange of facts when Rox Wang decided to lower the tone, dragging her knowledge knuckles behind her. Oh! It's just got personal. This has the makings of one of the most heated rivalries Denver has seen since another infamous battle of wits. I'm talking, of course, about the rivalry that existed between paleontologists Edward Drinker Cope. No way is someone called Drinker Cope. Wow. And... Othniel Charles Marsh during the Bone Wars of the late 19th century. The Bone Wars, well, just like Rox Wang and I, that relationship also started amicably until they descended into many underhand methods of outdoing each other, including bribery, stealing, and the destruction of fossilized bones. I'm on to you, Rox Wang. Bone Wars! Dinosaur Ridge near the town of Morrison, a little west of Denver, and home of the Red Rocks Amphitheatre. I did a gig in Red Rocks! Me and Flight of the Concords did Red Rocks, as did U2, where they recorded, I think it was called Under Blood Red Sky? The Lie? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, Morrison proved to be fertile grounds for the two paleontologists. It's now considered the number one dinosaur track site in the US over... uh, 330 tracks preserved to see today. Marsh began excavations there in 1877 and discovered, among others, the Diplodocus, the Diplodocus. I mean, there's always been a conflict as to how you say that. Dip, 
I'm, I'm, I come down on the Diplodocus side of things and Stegosaurus, the latter being the state dinosaur of Colorado. Wow. I wonder if, is there, are there any state dinosaurs in Ireland? What would be Dublin's state dinosaur? Just a soggy Barney. <laughs> a sort of, and one side of his purple suit is burned. Cope and Marsh, drinker Cope, love the name, spent the rest of their years trying to discredit each other's professional credibility. The rivalry lasted till Cope's death in 1897, by which time both men were financially ruined. Marsh won the Bone Wars, Bone Wars, with 80 new dinosaur species discovered to Cope's 56. As a sad last gasp challenge, Cope donated his brain to science so that it could be measured, hoping that it would be larger than his rival, brain size believed to be a measure of intelligence at the time. Is that, is that eugenics? Anyway, Marsh didn't dignify the challenge from a clearly inferior rival with a response, uh, while Cope's skull still resides in a jar in the University of Pennsylvania to this day. Get that jar ready, Roxwang. Whoa. Dendron Nuggets. That's huge, Aiden. That is absolutely huge. Roxwang response. <laughs> well, she doesn't really respond. She doesn't know that he sent in that one. So she's just sent in her independent fact about her Denver Nugget that... I need you to tell me which is the best one and also send any facts you may have about wherever you are. Roxwang writes, Dear David, isolators and my fabricated nemesis Aiden. In the spirit of escalating this genetically modified beef, my Denver nugget today is about cheeseburgers. It may interest you to know that a man, yes it does, that a man named Louis Ballast claims to have invented the cheeseburger in 1934, at the Humpty Dumpty Drive-In in Denver, I say claims because a couple of other states dispute this fact, and really any genius with a flat top and a taste for adventure possibly thought to put some cheese on a plain burger at some point. But Mr. Ballast was the first nerd who thought to file official paperwork. He registered the cheeseburger trademark on March the 5th, 1935. Wow. The Humpty Dumpty Drive-In, which was shaped like a giant root beer barrel. I'll pretend we know what root beer is, Roxwine. Burned down a few decades later, uh, and a bank was built in its place. The birth of this culinary innovation is immortalised by a small stone monument in a pile of dead plants in the parking lot of a bank just outside Denver downtown. And this is the level that Roxwine is willing to go to, Aiden. She's clearly travelled there and included some photographs <laughs> of just a very bleak granite thing with engraving on it in essentially a car park. That is the both huge facts. Where do we go from here? Oof, don't know. But it is, it's going to be a big week on the trisolating tripod. Yeah, let me know how you are getting on DOD at secondcaptains.com. What other efforts have you made for 2022 new you slash uh, brackets me? And yeah, let's, uh, it's, 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 it's Monday, but it's going to be, t- t- this week's going to be a good week. I'm gonna get I'll, I'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs>
never go home. They never go home. They never go home. Those 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 boys. The second captain's world service. It is not war and death and famine. It's not that at all. It's the opposite of that. It's to persuade us of the world outside of that. That's why sports important. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 